All right, folks, welcome to Pickaxe and Roll, brought to you by Superbook Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn, at NBA Blackburn on Twitter, part of the Mile High Sports Podcast Network, and I am excited to sort of begin what I think is the full deep off-season run that I'm about to go on over the course of these next two months or so. Spent some time over the weekend planning out Pickaxe and Roll content for this upcoming eight-week stretch or so. That is going to be... I think synonymous with the part of the offseason where we're going to talk some non-basketball stuff, we're going to do some survey stuff, some overall stuff. But more than anything, I think we're we're this is probably going to be the last pod where I focus too heavily on the in-depth stuff. This was a specifically asked for pod that I decided I wanted to do because I think it's an interesting concept. I've heard people talk about the rotations I've been a rotation guy for a long time. I've been recording Denver's rotation by hand for, I think, the past two years, basically. And the reason why I do it is because I think it gives good insight into what the teams, and specifically Denver, specifically want from a game-to-game basis, what they have to work with, what they're consistently going to. On my own, I've sort of diagrammed how consistently a player is playing, how consistently a player is playing at specific times in the game, as well as certain lineups. I'm I'm very big on lineups and how things kind of fit together. And so that's what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. I'm going to talk about what it looks like in the early parts of the season where assumably everybody's healthy, assumably we're we're just going to see Michael Porter and, and Jamal Murray. They're going to play but maybe not play as much as they generally would. And that's fine. There's there's no issue with it at all, I would say. Uh, but what I am sort of looking for here is how this is going to progress. What the nuggets, what the uh, each of these individual players are going to be looking at, and how Denver is going to look throughout the regular season. What I'm going to start with in this first segment is kind of the early part of the season. Next part will be kind of the mid-season where Denver kind of gets into their full rhythm, what they're going to be looking like. And then finally, we'll go over, I think, the most important piece of this, which is the segments in time where Murray is out and or when Porter is out. Those are going to be pretty prevalent throughout Denver's regular season, and the Nuggets are going to need to figure it out. So... Let's start with kind of this this fully healthy early season rotation. The Nuggets and Michael Malone specifically, I think, have continued to push forth the notion that the Nuggets are not going to be playing a whole bunch of minutes early. Opening night, it's going to be different from midseason, and that's going to be different from the playoffs. And, And I think Denver, they sort of have to take the long view in this case, not just with Murray and Porter but also with Jokic, where he consistently gets tired, I think, later in the season into the playoffs if he's carrying too much of a burden. That sort of comes with the territory of being a superstar, but Denver has really saddled him with as much responsibility as anybody in the entire NBA. So what I think this is going to look like initially, what this is going to mean, is Denver's going to start the season with a 10-man rotation, and they're not going to stagger. What that means to me 
is that the bench could look a little bit wonky at times. It could look a little bit weird. I know that we've talked about staggering before, what that's going to look like, but what I am expecting and what I think is most likely to happen is the starters, they spend sort of the first 10, 20 games, probably closer to 10, uh, where they develop that chemistry together, where they are going to play a lot of minutes together, not necessarily going to stagger a lot. That's going to look and feel a little bit different as the regular season kind of evolves, and, and you can feel much more confident that Murray and Porter and guys like that are going to be playing more consistently every single night. But early on in the season, I think the likely situation is where Murray and Porter, they're going to play fewer minutes than they normally would. And you're going to focus most of that time on getting those guys right, getting them into a good position. So what that means to me is that Murray's probably playing about 24 minutes per game. Going to play all those at point guard, probably not going to overlap a ton with Bones, and he's mostly going to just play a simplified role, at least for the first couple weeks of the season. KCP, about 28 minutes. Michael Porter, about 28. I sort of see him as a guy who can handle a little bit more minutes than Murray, because MPJ has been out, but not for as prolonged of a period of time, and not coming from a... like. This is kind of an in, an injury with MPJ where it's probably not going to affect him as much as Murray when he comes back from his side of things. So MPJ I have at 28, Aaron Gordon I have at about 30, and Jokic I have at about 32. Now Jokic usually averages in between 33 and 35 minutes per game. Sometimes Jokic will play more than that. Sometimes he'll play less, and that's fine. Bones and Bruce Brown, they're each going to play about 24 minutes a night off the bench. Sixth and seventh man. Both are going to have very prevalent roles in kind of the the in-between gaps of where Murray and MPJ are going to be playing. Those guys, they're going to be super important and they're going to fill very unique roles. I also think that Jeff Green probably going to play more than he will later in the season. I have Jeff Green penciled in about 18 minutes per game. Zeke Naji, I have penciled in as the backup center at about 16 minutes per game. He's only playing backup center minutes in this situation. And then for the 10th man, Davon Reed. You could sub in Christian Brown. You could even sub in DeAndre Jordan if you wanted to, but probably not. Uh, maybe a Vlatko, maybe a Nish Smith, but I think most likely it's going to be Davon Reed. They wanted another wing. They are probably going to play the wing. So, the most important lineups in this situation, you've got the starters, Murray, KCP, Porter, Gordon, and Jokic. That lineup's going to play a ton. They're going to average about 20 to 24 minutes per game together. And that's a great thing. That's you, you want those guys to be developing chemistry as soon as possible. And it's a great lineup. It's going to fit really well. It might have some bumps along the way, at least at the initial stages, but it's going to feel like a glove fit, hand and glove, just because those guys, they, at least in theory, fit so well together that you're going to find that it's going to be easy, especially against some of the, the worst teams initially. The next lineup is the bench, where you've got Bones Highland, Bruce Brown, 
Davon Reed, Jeff Green, and Zeke Naji. That's what I have as the initial lineup that Denver tries. But they could try something different, and maybe they stagger initially. I could be wrong about this, but I just it just doesn't seem like something that Michael Malone would want to put on his guys Im- immediately. And then the other two lineups that I'd be looking for, Bones, Bruce Brown, KCP, Gordon, and Jokic. This is Denver's lineup where Murray and MPJ are both sitting. It's going to happen. Like There's going to be some times, whether it's injuries, whether it's uh, just absences, where both of those guys are going to have to be out. And so the natural replacements, I think, are Bones and Bruce Brown. Bones obviously runs the point. Bruce Brown kind of has some ball handling capability. KCP is your spacer. And Aaron Gordon kind of takes a, a larger role, I would say, in this lineup as a, as a cutter, physical defender, etc. But it's going to look a lot like that. And then the fourth lineup that I'd mention, Bones, Bruce Brown, MPJ, Jeff Green, Zeke Naji. That's an important one too, because MPJ will probably stack her at least a little bit, maybe not initially, but pretty soon after. And when you have a pairing like Jeff Green and Zeke Naji, there's going to be some good versatility that you can get into with those two plus MPJ. Bruce Brown, he can also switch too. He can stagger. Uh, he can do a lot of different things. And Bones is not necessarily going to be a big switch guy. But I would say that he doesn't have to be. Denver can switch two through five and be okay. They don't necessarily have to switch the one. A lot of times Denver has done that with uh, uh, with Jokic, except he's at the five, so they would switch one through four. Denver, in this case, could switch two through five and probably wouldn't be that much of an issue. A lot of off-ball actions that they would switch. So, Nuggets fans should be both excited and apprehensive about this phase. You should be excited because it is going to be the first time that Murray and Porter are playing. It's going to be very, very important. Nuggets fans, they want to see that succeed. They want to see that for sure. There are going to be growing pains. There is going to be rust. And also, I would say Denver kind of needs to get off to a good start. It's not guaranteed. Like, they don't necessarily have to win 55 games or anything like that. But I would be surprised if they didn't go for that. Michael Malone has spoken over the course of these last couple of years about wanting to kind of set up the team where they don't necessarily have to worry about and stress over the games in January. Because if you win all of the games in October and November, then you're already working from a massive advantage. Think about what the Golden State Warriors had happened this last year, where they got off to like a 20-4 and four start, something like that, something absurd. Then they had a bunch of injuries. They had Draymond Green go out for a period of time. They had Steph Curry go out for a period of time. And yet they never had to worry. They were still a two or three seed for most of the season. And because of that, they didn't have to think about anything. They knew they were going to be a home court advantage team and They were very confident in themselves for that. So if Denver can get off to a good start, despite the fact that they aren't playing their guys as heavy minutes, then I think that that is an important factor here. Now, those things kind of work counterintuitive, and it's going to be a big pressure on Michael Malone to be doing that consistently. Michael Malone is going to want 
to play those guys more minutes. He's going to want to play Jokic 36, 38 minutes, especially when there's not a traditional backup center behind him. They might play DeAndre Jordan. They might not. And so you're probably getting to a situation where Jokic, at least at the initial stages of the season, he might be carrying a pretty heavy load. The Nuggets have to hope that that doesn't stay true and that he can sort of pivot away from that after the initial stages of the season. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to discuss what happens when the Nuggets are in the prime of their regular season this year, the midseason. We'll be right back. But first, summer is here and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, they will match 100% of your money up to $500. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. Place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, folks, we're back. The Gaxon Roll, Ryan Blackburn here. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate all the love and support, as always. I know the, the room is still echoey. I'm, I'm trying to get a rug in here. I, I wanted to pick out a good one, not necessarily just get the first one I could find. So going to go to the store, uh, going to go try to get something ordered probably, but we will see if I could get that. I'm also going to try to get some of those foam squares that people use for the, for the audio, kind of dampening off the echo. So we will see if I can make that happen pretty soon here. I know it's been kind of bothersome on the pod for at least some people, including me. Like I listened to it and I was like, gosh, this is not fun. So I will do my best to get that done pretty soon. But now we get to move into, I think, the fun part of this podcast where we get to talk about what happens when Denver fully healthy, when they get their fully stocked rotation, what it's going to look like when they play all of these guys pretty heavy minutes. When Murray is back to being himself, and when Porter is back to being himself, what's it going to look like? How is Denver going to react in these situations? I think the first thing we can say is that the starters, they're all going to play 30 plus minutes per game. Only two guys in my previous iteration, Gordon and Jokic, were playing 30 plus. Now you have Murray at 32 minutes, KCP at 30, MPJ at 34, Gordon at 30, Jokic at 34, and those are going to be kind of your benchmarks. Those are going to be how Denver really focuses everything on their roster. They are not going to play as many minutes together those starters, but they will play a lot of minutes in general, so it's going to average out to about the same per game. The difference is I think Denver, by midseason, we are likely to see a nine-man rotation. And there are some questions about that. There are some like some major questions about who really sets, like stands out. Is Zeke Nagy ready for a larger role 
Is Jeff Green going to have to carry that role? Is DeAndre Jordan going to have to be the backup center? Can Christian Brown challenge a guy like Davon Reed in the in the the middle of the season? I think there are some aspects to this where Denver they would love to have a nine man rotation where Michael Porter Jr. staggers with the second unit. You're going to have a lot of Murray Porter minutes. You're going to have a lot of Jokic-Murray minutes, but I think the most likely situation when we get to that mid-season segment is that you're going to have Murray-Jokic and Bones and BJ as kind of your bookends for the lineups that are both starting and coming off the bench. Now, I think whether Murray, or not Murray, when I think Porter, whether he plays small forward or power forward in these lineups off the bench, I think that kind of changes who plays as that ninth man. Because right now, off the bench, you've got the starters, obviously, but off the bench, I have Bones Highland at the one, Bruce Brown at the two, and Zeke Naji at the five. I think that that's the most likely thing that Denver wants to happen. And then for the ninth man, Right now, I have Christian Brown in there. He's kind of a a third guard for those lineups. He's somebody who can switch a little bit. He's going to be uh, solid defensively in a lot of those cases. And he's not going to have to be a big offensive guy in lineups that feature Bones and Michael Porter. So Michael Porter, in those situations, I have him playing the four off the bench. And I said Murray at 32, KCP at 30, MPJ at 34. That's going to naturally happen when you stagger with the second unit. Your minutes are going to go slightly up. Gordon at 30, Jokic at 34. I have Bones down to 22 in this situation. Bruce Brown still at 24. Zeke Naji at 18. And Christian Brown at about 16. Now, the reason why Zeke Naji's minutes kind of go up here. Obviously, when you're cutting out one of the players in the rotation, it's going to kind of naturally go to everybody, those extra minutes. But with Zeke specifically, I have him playing some minutes next to Nikola Jokic at the four. Nikola Jokic playing the five with all four of Denver's bench guys. So some of the most important lineups that I'm looking at here, you've got the starters, obviously. You've got the bench plus MPJ. That's Bones, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, MPJ, Zeke Naji. And then you've got Bones, Jamal, KCP, Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic. Or you could have Bones, Bruce Brown, KCP, Gordon, Jokic. And so what that's going to do is it's going to keep some offense and defense out there on the court, even when MPJ sits. And there's so many of these different combinations that Denver can go to. This would be the first time where Denver really starts to experiment with the Bones-Jamal backcourt, where those guys can play off of each other a little bit. That's going to be a lot of fun. And Nuggets fans, I think, really want to see that. They want to see Bones grow into a player that you can play close to starter minutes. And I think it's going to go down in kind of that mid-season area, because I don't think that Denver wants to overwork him. I think there's a, there's a real possibility there 
that the lineups that Bones has to carry a little bit, it's going to be carrying a pretty high usage. So we're going to see what that looks like. But for me, that lineup is very impressive. The Bones, Murray, KCP, Gordon, Jokic lineup. But I'd also think about Murray, KCP, Bruce Brown, Gordon, and Jokic. And then you can have Bones, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Zeke Naji, and Nikola Jokic. That's all four bench guys plus Jokic. I think you can do with that specific group. Uh, the Off the bench, you have Bones, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Zeke Naji. Those four. I think with that specific group, you can play both Michael Porter and Nikola Jokic next to those four guys. When you put Murray next to that group, you're kind of sliding Christian Brown to the four. That's probably not going to work. You're probably going to want to size up a little bit. Maybe Aaron Gordon comes back on the court. Maybe this is where if if Murray's going to that group, then Jeff Green is the guy that plays instead of Christian Brown. But I think it's important that when we think about the nine-man rotation, I think that's what Michael Malone would like to do. Once everybody gets comfortable, once everybody gets into that good position, I think the most likely scenario is that Denver plays their starters pretty heavy, and then they stagger one of those starters with the bench for the primary bench minutes. Now, you can have some overlap. You can have maybe Gordon kind of replaces Porter at some points. Maybe Murray comes in and uh, replaces Christian Brown. Maybe Jokic comes in and he bumps everybody up a position. But the point being is that Denver needs to find four guys off their bench that can kind of be malleable, that can move to different situations and be consistent. When you stagger a starter with your second unit, it is hard to play 10 players. It's also hard to play eight players, but nine is the most likely and the easiest way for Denver to get the best out of their group, I think. It's going to have to get a little creative. It's going to have to, like, you're going to have to rely, I think, on Murray and Porter being healthy in those situations. But this seems to be a good preview of what Denver would look like in a playoff series where you have your main starters playing a bunch of minutes. You've got your two primary bench players as Bones and Bruce Brown. But then you've got to find an eighth guy. That's got to be a big man. And I think it's going to be Zeke Naji. I think that's what Denver would want to have happen because they believe in Zeke. They believe that he's in his third year of his rookie contract. They drafted him with the first round pick. They want to see him continue to produce because he's under team control for the foreseeable future. And then they'd also like Christian Brown to be a guy that steps up. They could have it be Davon Reed. They could have it be Vlako Chanchar or hell, even Jack White. It's not wild to think that those guys could step in into that situation and be pretty consistent. But I do think that once Denver kind of gets their full group and everybody's feeling comfortable, this is the point where Nuggets fans should be most excited this phase of the season. This is where Denver can really hit their stride, where Murray and MPJ can really start putting up these crooked point totals. 
where you have Jokic maybe taking a little bit of a step back, not necessarily from a, a minute standpoint, but probably more from a usage standpoint, where he tries to average 10 assists per game. He tries to average maybe not 15 rebounds, but he only has to average 10 rebounds because Porter's getting on the glass, because Gordon's getting on the glass, and everybody kind of filling in around him. That's what you would want. That's what you're hoping for as Denver kind of approaches this. So I am looking forward to it. I also think that this is the time where Christian Brown is most likely to see playing time. He's going to get the most playing time here, where Denver, the rest of their group has kind of found their rhythm. And if you're Christian Brown, it makes sense to try to be that ninth man. It makes sense that when you stagger uh, an NMPJ, that Christian Brown is a guy that takes on some of those tougher defensive assignments because that's what you would want him to do. And then hopefully you play a, a high-paced game. You, you've got Bones, you've got Bruce, you've got Christian Brown, you've got MPJ and Zeke Naji. Denver should be trying to run. They should be trying to get up and down the court. And if they don't, then they play five out with that bench unit and they let Bones and MPJ cook. That should be the goal. And I think it's a good one. I think it's very realistic too. I don't see that lineup being a negative. I see it probably being neutral. And if that's the case, then the Nuggets are in a pretty good situation where they can rely on their starters mostly, some of the bridge lineups a little bit. But if they find that foundational piece with Bones and MPJ working together alongside some defensive guys, that is where Denver can hit their sweet spot. Let's take a final break. When we come back, we are going to delve into what happens if Murray and Porter are sitting out? How does Denver react rotationally? We'll be right back. segment here pickaxe and roll thank you so much everybody for tuning in let's now get into two separate rotations that i built murray and porter absences these are going to be consistent and i think that nuggets fans they kind of have to they have to be understanding in this situation that murray is not going to play a bunch of games porter is not going to play a bunch of games my expectation is that they will miss at minimum 30 combined games with a maximum of, of so they're, they're probably going to play at maximum 67 games apiece. You're not going to play a full season. If they do play a full season, that's I would think that's pretty dumb, personally. Because for, they're still working for the end goal. They're still trying to find ways to be the most successful they can in a playoff series. It's not about game 38. It's not about it's not about game 57. It's mostly about games 83 through hopefully about 100, 110. Denver, they have to answer those important questions. Are they going to sell out for wins or are they going to keep those starters as fresh and as healthy as possible? In all likelihood, I've projected personally, and I've shared this before, that I think they're each going to play about 60 to 65 games, missing about a combined 40 games, 
And some of those games will overlap, but most of the time, I think that's going to be scheduled rest. I think that's going to be some two, uh, like, uh, back-to-backs. Maybe Murray misses the front half of the back-to-back, and Porter misses the back half of the back-to-back. That, to me, seems like a pretty standard situation where those guys, they all play, and they all try to get at least one game in during those situations where you've got five games in seven nights, six games in nine nights. Murray and Porter are not going to play all of those games. If they do, that would be dumb. At least not until like February or March. Like Denver should be slow playing this. They should be trying to make sure those guys come back and are as ready as possible for a playoff series. So here's what happens, in my opinion, when Michael Porter Jr. misses time. I think Bruce Brown will probably be the guy that moves into the starting unit. And one of the reasons for this is because Bruce Brown, along with Murray, KCP, Gordon, and Jokic, that is going to be a very consistent playoff lineup. It may not be Denver's most played playoff lineup, but it's probably going to be a big one. It's probably going to factor in. So the Nuggets, they should try to play that lineup as often as they can to find some consistency, to find some rhythm with it. They may not have some of those opportunities during the season when MPJ is playing. When he sits, Denver should take advantage of that time and prep themselves for those opportunities. Starters, they're all still going to play 30-plus minutes. And in this case, I have Jamal Murray staggering with the second unit. Now, Denver could also choose to open up the rotation a little bit. That rather than have a nine-man rotation in these cases, they do a 10-man rotation when those guys sit out. It might sound counterintuitive, but it will keep everybody playing a little bit fewer minutes and kind of spread the workload out a little bit. The problem in those situations is that once you start opening things up to your 11th, 12th, or 13th man pretty consistently then you're probably going to lose more games. So Denver, they have to factor that in. Right now I have Murray staggering, and it's going to look a little different. Zeke Naji, I have his featured off the bench a little bit more. He's not going to start, but I think he's going to play more. So right now, the minute totals I have, Murray at 34, Bruce Brown at 30, filling in for MPJ, KCP at 34, Gordon at 34, and Jokic at 34. So Bruce Brown plays 30 minutes, and then everybody else plays close to 35. That's what happens when you really want to win these games, when you really need to win these games. Now, Bones, I have off the bench playing 28 minutes. Pretty close, and actually, that really is starting caliber minutes. He'll be the sixth man. But he's going to fa- he's going to feature a lot, and those minutes where Murray sits, he's probably going to play about six minutes in the first quarter, about seven minutes in between the end of the first, beginning of the second quarter, and then about the last five minutes or so. During that time, Bones will be playing that entire stretch once Murray goes off the court the first time, like at the six-minute mark of the first quarter to about the five-minute mark of the second quarter. So it's 13 total minutes in one half. Actually, it might even be more. 
and then you get to 28, 26 to 28 minutes. It's going to be a lot, but Bones, he's going to have to handle it. Zeke Najiyev playing 22 minutes. He's going to play some of those power forward minutes that Aaron Gordon would play. Aaron Gordon would move to the three. Denver, in this case, they have a three-guard lineup, a three-guard starting lineup with Murray, Bruce Brown, and KCP. There are going to need to be some situations where Gordon kind of plays those big wing minutes as opposed to the four. Zeke Naji, playing at 6'9", 6'10", he moves Aaron Gordon at 6'8", to the three, and then Denver can match up with some of these teams that have a bigger wing. Because that's going to be probably the biggest concern when MPJ goes out. MPJ would defend the fours. Bruce Brown probably not going to defend those fours as much. He's probably going to defend threes. In which case, you're going to have some cross-matching issues. So Denver's going to have to figure that out. And that's one of the reasons why I think Zeke Naji makes sense. I also think that Jeff Green could play a little bit more. In this particular rotation, I have him playing at only a total of 10 minutes per game. But he could play more. He could play all of those power forward minutes that I had Zeke Naji given. In which case, they'd each play about 18, 16 to 18. And then Christian Brown, I have playing 14 minutes a night. His minutes can't really go up in these situations because I think that playing those guard minutes a little bit too heavily will get Denver to be a little bit too small. And that's fine. Denver should be trying to find excuses to play Zeke Naji a little bit more because they need to get him ready for a playoff series. If he's not ready, then Denver, like, they're going to have to pivot. They're going to have to rely on 36-year-old Jeff Green again. And that's probably not the best case. Now, Denver also could use a different starter than Bruce Brown. They could use Davon Reed. They could use... Uh, hell, they could start Zeke Naji and have him at the four. Maybe they play DeAndre Jordan at the backup five and start Zeke Naji at the four. There's something to that. They probably wouldn't. But Denver can still get creative in these situations, they're good, and they're going to have to. They're going to have a foundation of Murray and Jokic, but also some wins, uh, also some wings. But most of the time, it's going to look kind of like what I outlined. So here are some of the important lineups there. You've got the starters, of course, which is Bruce Brown in place of MPJ. And you've got the bench plus Jamal Murray, which looks like Bones, Jamal Murray, Christian Brown, Jeff Green, and Zeke Naji. That to me feels like a pretty good unit. Bones and Jamal can create. You're still going five out. Maybe Jeff Green rolls to the rim a little bit. Maybe Zeke Naji rolls to the rim a little bit. But you can play pretty fast-paced with that group. And then if you have to slow the game down, Bones and Jamal can both do that too. Another lineup, Bones, KCP, Gordon, Najee, Jokic. Mentioned that one earlier. Another lineup, Bones, Jamal, Bruce Brown, Gordon, and Zeke Najee. That feels pretty good. Bones, Bruce Brown, KCP, Gordon, and Jokic. That's basically Denver's prime defensive lineup only they've replaced Jamal Murray with Bones Highland. That's going to have to happen at some points too. It's going to look interesting, but Denver should be trying to go for it. These are going to be like high leverage minutes for Jokic, Murray, and Bones, but they're going to have to step up. Maybe need DeAndre Jordan as a rim roller. 
Maybe you need uh, some extra time from Zeke Naji here. But that's going to be kind of the pressure points of this group. So Nuggets fans, they should be a little bit wary. But I do think that this has to happen. That MPJ, you can't consistently play him. You can't try to play him 70 plus games. So you're going to have times where he's out. And if those times amount to about 30 games, then you're going to want to know how to deal with it. Finally, when Murray misses time, this is another one. Like You're not going to want him coming off of an ACL playing 76 games. That just doesn't work that way. You're going to want to find other opportunities there. I think this other opportunity is going to look like Bones Highland at the starting unit and Ish Smith playing with the backups. Ish Smith is not going to be a consistent player. He's not going to be somebody that Denver has to play all the time. They will, and sometimes maybe they'll move Bones Highland to the two in some situations. But I do think that Denver can just easily sub in Bones into the Jamal Murray spot and feel pretty good about it. They're going to want Bones to fill that role pretty consistently. You've seen guys like Tyrese Maxey, Jordan Poole step up in those situations in their second year. Bones is going to have to do that too, and it might be as a starter on some nights when Murray is out. It might just be as a bench guy, but he's still going to be pretty featured. And then in these cases, you've got the starters all playing 30-plus minutes. MPJ will stagger with the second unit in when the starting lineup looks like this. Bones, KCP, MPJ, Gordon, and Jokic. That's some really good offense. Like, you've got Bones, who I think can give you a lot of the same things you'd be looking for with Murray. But you also have the MPJ layer, which you did not have last year. You've got KCP shooting 40% from three, you're hoping. So, if Denver has that consistency, if they have that kind of foundation where you have Jokic and MPJ as your first and second option, Bones won't have to be the first option all the time. He won't have to even be the second option all the time. He can be the third. And that, to me, feels like a pretty good sweet spot for where the Nuggets want him to be. He can't always be the first option. It's going to wear him down. He'll play about 32 minutes in these situations. KCP about 32. MPJ 34. Gordon 32. Jokic 34. Then off the bench, Bruce Brown. He's going to play the most minutes, probably about 26. 25 to 28. Zeke Naji, Ish Smith, Christian Brown. They'll all play in between 15 and 20 minutes. And then that's your nine-man rotation. That's all you have to do. It's not that crazy. You're just kind of subbing in Ish Smith for Jamal Murray and elevating Bones. Not that crazy. But that kind of, what that really has to rely upon is those lineups where Zeke Naji is anchoring things with the, with the center position at the five. Ish Smith Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, MPJ, and Zeke Naji. That's what I'm kind of expecting Denver to look like. You're going to get that stagger. You're going to have MPJ kind of running that, that first option stuff with the second unit, and you're still going five out. Hopefully, Ish Smith can kind of find that stabilizing 
nature of what he's been good at for the majority of his career. It's not going to be super dynamic, but he's going to be stable. And if Bruce Brown can help with that too, MPJ has the ability to carry some of those lineups, to give them some buckets, to give them some opportunities where they're not hemorrhaging points. I do think that if you did an Ish Smith, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Zeke Naji, DeAndre Jordan lineup, then you're looking at some trouble. You're not going to get enough offense from that group at all. Like maybe Denver just staggers bones. Maybe they go with some lineups without a point guard where they have Bruce Brown as kind of the nominal point guard. And then you've got Bruce Brown, KCP, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic. Those are some interesting lineups. Those are some fun lineups where Denver can do a lot of switching, where they don't necessarily have to run some traditional stuff, and Jokic can kind of do his thing. We'll see whether that actually happens. But I do think that Denver, in these situations, they have to think that this is going to happen at least 15 to 20 times. With Porter, when he sits out, that's going to happen at least 15 to 20 times too. So I think if those don't overlap at all, then Denver's looking at at least 30 to 40 games where they're not going to be whole, where they're going to look a little bit worse for wear. And some of those will be kind of sprinkled in throughout the year. It's not going to be consistent. Denver's going to have some times where they just rest some guys. But for the most part, Murray's going to be in the 60 to 65 game range. Porter's going to be in the 60 to 65 game range. Jokic, you're hoping for 75. Gordon, 75. KCP, 75-ish. I would be hoping, if I were Denver, for about 55 wins. And I think that you can still get to 55 wins, even if those guys sit. It's going to involve some consistency. It's going to involve that bench finding some early chemistry. They can't be hemorrhaging points. And if that's the case, then there's going to have to be some staggering pretty soon. But if I'm Denver, I am looking at Nikola Jokic kind of anchoring those lineups. And then whoever the healthy co-star is, whether it's Murray, whether it's MPJ, that guy will probably have at least 15 to 20 shots per game as well. And then you can just piece together the defense. That's the hope. That's the belief. So we'll see. We'll see whether Denver can do it. I'm looking forward to it, though. I think this is a big big prove-it section for MPJ when Jamal is out, and vice versa for Jamal. He'll have some opportunities to stagger with the second unit. Some of those bones Jamal lineups should be fun. Uh, Christian Brown has an opportunity to really pencil himself in. Davon Reed might be the guy, at least initially, but I do think that the Nuggets would be perfectly fine if Christian Brown won that job and was performing well. Zeke Naji, he's going to have a lot of utility he's going to have to be relied upon. Denver needs him to be successful. They need a lot of guys to really step up in these situations. I think that they can, though, and Nuggets fans should be excited about that. All right, that is going to do for this episode of Pickaxe and Roll, brought to you by Superbook Sports. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. I'm going to have a guest on at some point this week. I think it's going to be somebody that everybody's very familiar with. 
Uh, but we're going to see. We're, we'll talk about some basketball. We'll talk about some non-basketball. And that should be very fun. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Talk to you guys very soon. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.